Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. your presence there is nothing you cannot do stand amazed in your presence there is joy peace and hope yeah yeah there's no one like you Turning situations around Hey, 
things. You're a faithful God. Awesome is your name. Keep clapping unto the Lord. Keep clapping unto the Lord. Hallelujah. He does amazing things. Amazing things. He does glorious things. He's an amazing God. Awesome is his name. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you for these seeds in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We have a testimony in the house. I said we have a testimony in the house. Put your hands together and let's welcome Sister Natasha. Oh, encourage her as she comes to the stage. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. The testimony you believe is a testimony you will receive. Hallelujah. One of the testimony, one of the prophecies that Reverend um usually prophesy a lot over us is that your mistakes will be covered. Hallelujah. Such prophecies, me, I believe in them because I know I'm always making a mistake, whether intentionally or unintentionally. So at work, um, our health home, we have a lead health home. So every month they send us a report of the work that we do for the previous month. And every single month, myself and the Bronx supervisor, we dread these reports because a list, every single thing that you didn't do, and it's just crazy. And usually, there's something called a 45% cap. If you go any work that's outstanding, anything that's missing, within total, if it goes beyond 45%, you cannot enroll any more kids. And our medical department, now, yes, we want to provide kids with the best medical care, but it's also a business. So we really pay attention to these things because if we can't enroll a child, meaning we're missing out on money. So uh, the month of August, I enrolled a child, but then um, when I put in the um, the, the child's information in one of the system, it showed that she would no longer be eligible for Medicaid at the end of the month. And then come to find out, she was also discharged from foster care. So my supervisor said that, okay, just inactivate this child. It wouldn't make any sense to try and provide care management. So I had the intention to do it. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I forgot. So the end of the month came, um, end of, no, end of September came, so the report, for, the report came out, and then I got a call from one of our tech guys in HR. He said that, okay, this particular child that you enrolled. So he explained that there were two kids that we enrolled for the month for outreach, and one of them, when you enroll a child into outreach, you have to provide contact within three business days else it goes against you. And that particular child, I didn't do anything because I know that I had the intention of inactivating her from the system. So because I didn't inactivate her from the system, the two kids that we enrolled, because I didn't do outreach for one, average two and two, 50%. So he said that, okay, 
this child what happened now we can't enroll any more kids it's gonna go all the way to the ceo it's gonna go all the way to our avp and i was like oh my gosh i really i don't think i can do take this right now so he asked what happened i explained to him i discussed with my supervisor and this is what we had agreed to do so he said okay write everything out and so i suggested okay everything that we discussed whatever like that i'll just send it to you in, in an email and when you speak to our lead health home, when you have to give the report, just give them, you know, the email that I, that I sent to you. So he kind of wrote it up better, he sent it to me, added information, so I gave it, sent it back to him. So I even called my supervisor ahead of time. I said, look, man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> because we can't add, we can't enroll any more kids. That means we're missing out on money. So... She, she was saying that, you know what, it's okay, don't worry about it, it's fine, you know, she's going to talk to them, she also doesn't understand why, it's only one child, why do we have a cat, blah, 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 blah. So the whole time, I was thinking that my supervisor is being phony, because I made a huge mistake and she's not saying anything that, look, you can't do this again, no reprimand, no nothing. So I came home, I was discussing it with, with Jean, and he said that, but it's just a prophecy that Reverend has been prophesying that our mistakes will be covered. So I said, you're right. Hallelujah. So I said, wow. So me here thinking that putting natural reasoning to things, forgetting about prophecies, hallelujah. Amen. Because usually every time Reverend says your, prophecy, your mistakes will be covered, that one too. And I receive it with joy. Hallelujah. So I want to say that the prophecies that Reverend prophesied here in church, hallelujah, take them very, very seriously. Because this camp would have caused us for a whole month, we wouldn't be able to enroll kids. And that's a lot of money we'll be missing out on. Hallelujah. And then I don't want my name, my name to go to the CEO that I've done this and all of that gibberish. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage that. Look, when Reverend speaks, Hallelujah. And then actually it was even the day of the communion. And when he, we were taking communion, the prophecies that he was prophesying, this was something he said while we were taking communion. Hallelujah. So even the communion that we take, you also hear this in Bishop's messages. The kids, they're receiving prophecies. Things are coming to pass because of communion that they're taking. Hallelujah. Prophecies that they're, they're receiving. So when Reverend picks up his mic, hallelujah, and he speaks words over our lives. Let's believe them, hallelujah, because this mistake could have really cost the program a lot of money. But because my mistake was covered, hallelujah, it was seen as if it's okay. We're, we're, I'm, I'm set, hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah. May your mistakes be covered. I said may your mistakes be covered. I tell you, somebody receive an exemption. I said, somebody receive an exemption. Somebody receive an exemption. May you be exempted. I prophesy, receive an exemption. Hallelujah. Yeah. It says, darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord will arise. It means in the midst of difficulty, you will be exempted. In the midst of calamity, you will be exempted. Receive that exemption in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Look, the prophecy you believe is the prophecy that will happen. But having known you, who your enemy is, it does not benefit you if you cannot defeat him. Hallelujah. So we are going, I want to teach you how to know your enemy. And after you know him, defeat him. Hallelujah. And I'm preaching from the book, Transform Your Pastoral Ministry. And it's about spiritual warfare. How to know your enemy. Hallelujah. Yeah. Listen, many people have suffered defeat for a long time. Many of us have been defeated by the enemy for a long time. You have constant state of defeat from one defeat to another but I speak to you that your days of defeat are over I say your days of defeat are over your days of being on the ground is over there's an anointing to overcome the enemy hallelujah yeah how do you know your enemies and defeat him listen life is a race life is a race life is a journey life is a battle go through that you will see that you have fought a battle. Life is a battle. Life is war. Life is war. That's what Paul said, I have fought a good fight. Paul said, I have run my race. I have finished my course. Life is not easy. I, mean, I, I don't have to tell you, you know. Why do you think that when babies are born, the first thing they do is they cry, yeah! It's like, where have I come to? That's why they crack. <laughs> I was in my cool place, connected to my cool umbilicus, sucking my cool juice. Perfect temperature. I'm just relaxing, cooling. Then suddenly, where am I? That's why they scream. It's like, that cry is a standard where? Because life. Welcome to the world. But you will defeat your enemy. Amen. I speak to you. Say, you will defeat your enemy. Amen. You will defeat your enemy. Amen. You see, you will identify your enemy and defeat him. Amen. Because Paul said, Paul said that I don't beat the bush. Sometimes you are fighting but you are throwing empty blows. Because you are fighting the wrong person. May your enemy be identified. May your opponent be identified. And may you defeat the enemy. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. And what a, listen, as I'm talking about your enemy, some of you are thinking about your mother-in-law. Thinking about your father-in-law. Some of you are thinking about your wife. Oh, reverend, preach, preach, preach. <laughs> no. I'm not talking about your mother-in-law. Neither am I talking about your father-in-law. Neither am I talking about your wife or your husband. I'm not talking about your boss. Your real enemy is not your mother-in-law. Neither am I talking to the person sitting next to you. Tell the person I'm not your real enemy. <laughs> I said tell the person that I am not your real enemy. Yes. Before you think that I'm the cause of all your problems. When you see your face, excuse your face. It's like I cause all your problems. Tell the person, hello, I am not your real enemy. I say, tell the person, hello, I'm not your real enemy. Yeah. Yeah. You are deceived. If you think so, hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Yeah. 
You see, that is why uh, even in the art of war, when people are going to war, when nations are going to war, they, they do what is called recognizance. They study the country, their military might, their power, their strategy. Because you must know your enemy. First of all, you must know your enemy to defeat him. I say you must know your enemy to defeat him. So you need to, you need to recognize It's the same thing. Even in sports, you can see that when teams are going to play one another, the other team studies. They look at their strength, their weakness, their videos. They watch them. I, I remember some time ago, I was watching the NBA and there's this guy, um, the, uh, Steve Curry's team, um, Golden State. There's this guy, Iguadala. Iguadala. Iguadala said he studied LeBron James' videos. His moves. His whole purpose on the team is to study, is, was to defend LeBron. So he watched LeBron James' videos. No when he makes a move like this. When he drops one, two, what does he do? When he spins around like this, what does he do? He studied it. Because you must know you. Because his aim was to block him and defeat him. And that is what coaches are supposed to do. So a good coach is one who is able to study the opponent's strategy and relate to his, the team. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You must know your opponents. I say you must know your opponents. You must know your enemy. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. That is why I keep on saying that. I say point to your neighbor and you say, I am not your enemy. I am Please say, I am, not your enemy. I am not your enemy. And tell the person, stop fighting me. <laughs> you are wasting your blows. You're telling him. <laughs> no, 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 don't waste your blows on me. It's a wrong direction. I'm not your enemy at all. I am not your enemy at all. I'm not at all. Don't, 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 don't ascribe all your problems in life to me. I'm preaching. Do not ascribe all your problems. Because I know a certain husband who said that, Reverend! Reverend! Listen, Reverend! 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 My wife! Reverend! My wife! Reverend, I tell you, since I married this woman, since I married him, everything is going down! Idiot! <laughs> I'm preaching! Since you married this woman, everything is going downhill. Now, hallelujah. Know your enemy. Amen. Look, let me tell you something. You see? Your real enemy. The one that you have to direct. Okay? If you are spiritual. I'm talking about know your enemy and defeat him. I'm talking about, this is what they call spiritual warfare. I'm teaching about spiritual warfare. So that you fight and win. Amen. I said, so you fight and win. Amen. Hallelujah. 
You see, to know your enemy, to study your enemy, one, the real enemy, the guy who's after you, okay? You must know how he's described. Amen. Amen. Or, yeah, how he's described. His ways of operation. How he moves. That will tell you, that will help you identify your enemy. His tricks. Hallelujah. And our real enemy is the devil. I say your real enemy is who? I say your real enemy is who? You see, I'm talking about spiritual warfare. I'm going to teach you about him so that you can defeat him. So that you will defeat the devil. Hallelujah. Yeah. John chapter 6 verse 17. John 670. 670, not 17, 670. Jesus answered them, Have I not chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil. Have I not chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil. Hallelujah. Devil. Devil. I have chosen you. But one of you, you see, this message, you see, we are describing Satan. And Satan is, Satan's, Satan's name, okay, Satan's name describes his activities. So when you understand his name, you know what he does. Hallelujah. His name is always descriptive. Hallelujah. For example, in some, some, some parts of the world, you are, you, your name is based on the day that you are born. So when we say, like, in some part of the world, and then whether, and, and whether you are the older one or the, or, or the little one. So they say Kwame. Kwame means you were born on a Saturday. So when they say Kwame, Ketua, 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 it means small. It means there's an older Kwame. Do you understand? Or Kwame Junior. It means it's a senior Kwame. So when you say Kwame, Kwame Ketua, it means the one who was born on Saturday, who is the junior, who is the little one. Because there was another one who was born on Saturday who is older. So the, the name describes the person. And he was called the devil. Have I not chosen you? The first name we know about Satan is the devil. And Jesus called him the devil. It is, and it comes from the, the, the word diabolos. Diabolus, from which we get the English word diabolica. Diabolus. What does diabolus mean? It means diabolus means cruel and wicked. So the first description of the devil is that he's a very cruel being and wicked. Yeah. Wicked and cruel. If he gets you, he would. He will destroy you. Cruel and wicked. Diabolos. Jesus said, have I not chosen you and is one of you not cruel and wicked? Among you? The devil. It's a devil. Diabolos. That is why when he sat at the last supper and they were all eating, all, have, all of them have gone for lunch, dinner, 
sitting at the restaurant, they were all eating happily. Chatting. Then suddenly he turned. Look, the Bible says, and the devil entered into Judas. And the devil entered Diabolos and Satan. What's that, brother? Diabolos, oh? See, when you start talking about Satan, <laughs> have you seen? When you start talking about Satan, they start, we bind you in the name of Jesus. They don't want us to expose him. You know, this is a microphone, but it could be the Satan too. Satan is bad, though. That's, that's why we shut him out. Amen. May you shut the devil out of your life. May the devil not be able to disturb your life. Maybe this is the revelation. Today we shut the devil out. He will not disturb your peace. Because this thing was meant to... You see, maybe God will show you something. It's a distraction. It destroys your peace. It takes away your attention. From hearing something great. I tell you. We drive him out. I say we drive him out. I say we drive him out. Hallelujah. The wicked one. The cruel one. That is why at the supper. The Bible says, and Satan entered into Judas. Suddenly his attitude changed. Prior to that, they were all eating and laughing. But after, after he entered into him, suddenly his attitude changed. His demeanor changed. So Jesus tells him, Whatever you do, do it quickly. Because he knew that from now on, what is the one who is operating is not Mr. Judas, it is Satan. Tell your neighbor, I am not your enemy. Yeah. Good. So back here, the devil, the wicked one, hallelujah. Are you hearing me? And the Bible describes him as wicked. Let me tell you something. Satan, if he gets you, he will destroy you. Are you hearing me, church? If the devil gets you, if Satan gets you, he will kill you. If Satan, if, if Satan has his way, he will destroy your family. If the devil has his way, he will destroy your career. The thief cometh not, but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He will destroy you. He will destroy your marriage. If he has his way, Go and ask Job. Say, has the Lord not built a head for you for nothing? When God gave him permission, look at what he did. He, he's wicked. Wicked. That's, that's the, the name Diabolos means wicked. Cruel. I don't know what happens here, but when, when I went to school, in my, my, part, of, in my part of the world, I used to go to uh, boarding school from the age of 11. I used to call it secondary school. Oh, man. And some of the seniors were wicked. There was a senior, we used to call him senior wicked. I mean, wickedness is what? He would catch a little boy, 13, 14, a little boy. And this, he would, Maria Alice, he would, because maybe either you did something or you didn't, you didn't turn the life when you was asleep or something, he would. Go and collect gravels, stones, and put it on the floor. And then tell you to kneel on it. And then he will draw a clock and make it 11 minutes to 5. And tell you that you, you get up when... <laughs> when it's 12 o'clock, 
are wicked. Diabolos. He was wicked. Wicked. I mean, he was cruel. Wicked. Yeah. We used to be afraid of sin and wicked. Sin and wicked. Yeah. He will, when he's out, he will come. Sometimes there's, there's a bitter medicine. Chloroquine is very bitter. No, chloroquine is a very bitter medicine. It's anti-malaria. Senior wicked will come with a bottle of chloroquine and put it in your gary. You, and, and, and you haven't done him anything, no. You, see, you haven't done anything, but he delights in punishing people. Wicked! And that's how Satan is. You don't have to, you don't have to do anything to set up a Satan to hurt you. He is wicked. He, the thief cometh not, but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is why you don't have to entertain him. Wicked. Let me tell you something. A snake is always a snake. I say a snake is what? I say a snake is what? No matter how nice it looks, it is still a snake. If you joke, it will kill you. So don't say, oh, it's got a very nice and yellow and black color. Oh, this snake is so cute. Don't call a snake cute. I said, do not call a snake cute. It will kill you. When you see the devil, don't say it's cute. In fact, in fact, in fact, most snake handlers, most snake handlers, people who say they are, who say they are good at snakes, they, you know, they juggle snakes, snake handlers, most of them die by snake bites. Have you noticed? Most snake handlers die from a snake bite. Because one day, one day, the thing that you think you have mastery over it, the thing that you know how to control, one day, I'm going to tell you, you are still playing with a snake. Don't play with a snake. It will one day bite you. When you see a snake, you kill it. When you see satanic activities, don't entertain it. You kill it right away. You bind it, you cast it out, you don't play with it. I'm preaching. Don't play with it. Don't reason with it. Almost every, including the, the popular one, the one who's come on Channel 7 from Australia. Jack. What is Jack? Is Jack Hanna? What's his name? Jack Hanna, right? It's Jack Hanna. He died. Snake bite. Somebody, somebody, you, you know what I'm talking about. One of them is dead. Whatever it is, you all know what I'm talking about. Snake. Yeah. When I was, when, when I was in medical school, first year, we do zoology. And zoology was the study of snakes. We used to study snakes. I mean, that's why we study about the cobras, the vipers, you know. So we can tell the difference between a cobra and a viper. A cobra has black head. Cobra has the uh, spitting image. Cobra, uh, their, their poison is hematotoxin. In other words, when, the, when the, the, the cobra bites you, your blood cannot clot. So you die from bleeding. Because they release substances that prevent your blood from clotting. So a cobra bite kills you by hemorrhage. 
which is different from the viperidae, the vipers. The, the vipers are neurotoxin. When the viper bites you, they paralyze you. So you, you paralyze, including your breathing muscles, so you can't breathe. <gasps> That's why you die. You get it? A little zoology. Huh? For free, mommy, I'm teaching for free. A little zoology. You understand? And I remember, I'm sad to say, our zoologist was a white man. He was called Barry Hughes. Barry Hughes. Oh, I mean, you go to the class. They see the snakes are in the cage. So we tell us this is a viper, this is a cobra, this is a rattlesnake. Then at the end of the class, you take one of the snakes. I mean, oh, the rest of the class, we, we stand very far because, where, where, you see, where I come from, I don't even take a person. <laughs> you, see, you see, I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story, but, but I'll continue. One recently, a year ago, when we were in South Africa, January, January this year, we went to South Africa. In South Africa, in Cape Town. Where's Cape Town, right? Cape Town. Okay, I don't remember. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town has a beautiful scenery whereby they drive you to the top of the hill and then you see the white ocean. May you go to Cape Town for vacation. It's, it's one of the most beautiful beaches. So when you go there as a tourist, they will take you there. Then when they take you there, on top of the cliff, they tell you to get down from the car, uh, walk along the cliff. You know, so you literally walk around the cliff and you see all this, see the nature beautiful. So we all got out of the car. Then one lady remained in the car. So he said, what, why don't you come down? He said, listen, the home that I come from is not easy. <laughs> He said, the home that she's coming from is not easy. So she's not about to experiment working on a cliff because things are working behind in <laughs> If If you come from a, a, good, a cool home, you can walk on the cliff. But where I am coming from, I know what they do. It's not an easy home, so I'm not getting down. And true, true, she didn't get down. See, see the home that I'm coming from, <laughs> you're not here. I, I, exactly. Yeah, what am I saying? <laughs> Is it, hmm? The snake. Yeah, Barry Hughes. Yeah, so he used to play with the snake. That was the first year. Second year. Do you know what happened? The same snake he's been playing with, and Barry Hughes had been teaching for, when I got to medical school, he had been teaching for almost 10 years. This is, I hear, I hear one afternoon, the same snake he was playing with, that he, he thought he had mastered it. One afternoon, Australian man wearing his shorts, walking the zoologist playing the snake all over. <coughs> Barry Hughes was killed by the same snake he used to teach us. Very sad. So don't play with the devil. That's why the Bible says, give him. The Bible says, give him what? Give him what? Don't give the devil a place. Don't play with the devil at all. Hallelujah. The wicked one. He's wicked. Hallelujah. I see you overcoming the devil. I say, I see you overcoming the devil. May you have divine authority over the devil. May you overcome every devilish move. Confess that I have, confess, say after me, I have defeated the devil. Say, I can defeat the devil. Say, I can defeat the devil. Say, the greater one is in me. I can defeat the devil. 
don't entertain Satan at all, you would defeat the devil. Because the greater one is in you. Hallelujah. So the first thing to know about him, he's a very wicked being. That's why it's called Diabolos. Amen. Another, another name of the devil or Satan is, uh, another name is Job 1, 6. Job chapter 1, verse 6. Now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. The sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan, and Satan came also among them. This is the first time he is called Satan. Because Job is one of the oldest books in the Bible. The Bible says, now the sons of God came to present themselves to God. And as they were looking through the congregation, who is, who is, guess who came to church? I said, guess who came to church? I said, guess who came to church? I said, guess who came to church? Listen to me. Satan also comes to church. So the father you made a person in church does not mean he cannot be Satan. I'm preaching to you. The fact that a person sat next to you does not mean he cannot be Satan. Because I hear people saying, oh, Reverend, I can't believe it. I met him or her in church. Listen to me. Satan also comes. Even in a church where God was the pastor, he came. Let alone a church that I'm the pastor. <laughs> Satan also comes to church. Yeah. When they gathered, who, as they were seen, who, who, who would they see in the choir? Satan. Hello, Satan was in the choir. When they gathered and prayed, who was in the prayer warrior? Satan was in the prayer warrior. I'm preaching. So, so the, the, the tongues may know. Uh, listen to me. When the madman of Gadara, who had demons in him, when he met Jesus, the Bible said he ran to worship. Most of you walk to church. The devil runs to worship. Satan was there. Look, you have to be spiritual. That's what Paul said. Henceforth, I know no man after the flesh. The father, the person sat by you and said, and hold away. That's no mean he could be Satan. I'm preaching. And what, what does Satan mean? Satan means, you see, Satan means the arch enemy of God. That's what it means. Satan means the arch enemy of God and man. That's the meaning of Satan. Arch enemy of God and man. Because he's the num- arch enemy means number one enemy. He was, he was God's number one enemy in heaven. And God sucked him from heaven. And when he came on earth, he became man's number one enemy. He is your enemy. Yeah. The arch enemy of God and man. That's Satan. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, do I really know you? I say, ask your neighbor, do I really know you? Tyler Bowtie. (laughs) 
Satan also comes to church. God was the pastor. I mean, who else can be more anointed than God? <laughs> and when God was preaching, looking to the who was there? Satan. Nobody called him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ark enemy of God and man. Hallelujah. We bind every satanic move. I say we bind every satanic move. I say we bind every satanic move. So number one, he was called the devil. Wicked and cruel. Two, he was called Satan. The arch enemy of God and man. Number three, his other name. You see, his name, the reason why we are going through the names, his name described him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like I said, Kwame Ketua. Kwame the Junior. His name describes him. What is his name? Another, another name that is, he's called in the Bible. Go to the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 12 verse 10. Revelation 12 10. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brethren is come down which accused them before God day and night. Another name is accuser of the brethren. He's called the accuser of the brethren. He is also called the accuser of the brethren. His name is called the accuser. The accuser. The one who points fingers at the brethren. The one who condemns. The one who points fingers. The one who points fingers. The one who, who always has something bad to say about somebody. accuser. The one who is always peddling accusations. The accuser of the brethren says things. Talk. Comment. Listen to me. The Bible says, now is strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. Because, you see, nobody does well in an atmosphere of accusation. Accusation brings weakness. Accusation brings what? Yeah. So the Bible says, now he has been removed with so the strength. Accuser. The one who points fingers. The one who is always looking for faults. The one who has something negative to say about everything. When you are in, in the presence of such a person, you are weak. Now it's come strength. Because the accuser, the accuser of the brethren has been cast down. Listen to me. Come here, come here, help me preach on the stage. 
person. Yeah. Accuser. Because whenever there's accusation, there's no strength. Look. Have you seen Abeku here? Have you seen this guy standing here? Let's begin to find faults about him. Let's start. What he's skinny. Look at his waist. <laughs> eh? Even the belt is swollen off. Number two. If he doesn't have a tie. More, more. Tell, tell me more for you. Come. Huh? He looks what? He's too tall. <laughs> you, can you imagine? Come, come, come and criticize him for me. Criticize him for me. He doesn't know. Tasha, Tasha, you are good. Tasha, come and, come and criticize this guy for me. Find faults. Find faults on him. Oh, his beard is too small. His beard is too small. <laughs> More faults. His, the lining of his hair. There's right here. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> stand up, stand up. Stand up. <laughs> he said, how did he say? The, the line where? Right here doesn't look so straight. It doesn't look so hair. straight. <laughs> More, more faults, more faults for me. Hmm? More. He can't. He can't stand still. Yeah, he's always he's moving too much. <laughs> he's moving too much. Have you seen? When he laughs, he goes like this. Faults already. I don't need you to come and point it out to me. 
aware. There used to be a, a, a pants in Ghana called I'm aware. Oh, it was what called, right? It was what? It was a low cut. And the ladies, it was a low cut what? Jeans or skirt. A low cut jeans or skirt. So like when they bend down, you see all their backside. And they call, so people say, oh, madam, madam, your, back, your backside is showing. So I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. Tell your neighbor, I am aware. I don't need you to point it out to me. I'm aware. I know my problems. I know my weakness. I know my shortcomings. I don't need an, a, a pointing finger from you. I am aware. I'm aware. I'm aware. Yes. Yes, I'm aware. I know my problems already. I know my weakness already. I don't need you for you to put me on the microscope and say, I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm aware. Yeah. I'm aware. Nobody's perfect. Listen to me. We, our church is not perfect. Our church is not perfect. We are aware. Sometimes the choir doesn't sing well. Sometimes they sing. We are aware. We don't need you to come and criticize us. We are aware. Our church is not perfect. preachers. I'm aware. Oh, he shouts too much when he preaches. I am. He can't stand still when he's preaching. I don't need you to point out to me. I'm aware. We know that sometimes uh, the ashes are rude. We look at myself. Well, what church is this? The ashes are so rude. We are aware. We know that sometimes the sound goes off. We are aware. We don't need you to, listen to me, we don't need you to come and point our force to us. Is somebody hearing me? Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. Let me tell you something. Anytime, you see, his name is the accuser of the brethren. His name is what? I say his name is what? So anytime you accuse people or you point forth, you are working for the devil. No matter how spiritual you want it to sound, you are working for the devil. I'm preaching to you. No matter how much you want to make that, oh, you know, you are so spiritual, you found this, pro- it's prophetic. And, and if it is accusation, you are working for the devil. Because his name is the accuser of their brethren, okay? If it is accusation, if it is criticisms, there's the devil. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm preaching to you. I said I'm preaching to you. Yeah. 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 It's the devil. That is why, that is why if you are a husband, you, every day there's a problem with your wife, you are working for Satan. She cannot be that bad. She cannot be that bad. Ah, she cannot be that bad. I'm preaching to you. 
Tomorrow is her hair. Then next time is the way she takes care of the children. And next time, oh, she smells in bed. Idiot! She smells in bed. Don't you know that your mouth is closer to your nose? Go and brush your teeth first before you say somebody's smelling. <laughs> I'm preaching. I bet they didn't know that. Your mouth is closer to your nose than she is closer to your nose. So before she say, you say she smells, go and brush your teeth first. I'm preaching. Everything about her is wrong. Please. Accusation. She's not that bad. I'm preaching. She's not that bad. She is not that bad. Nobody is that bad. You see, and what happens is that at the point she loses confidence because the was a nice strength and come because when you accuse somebody for a long, the person loses confidence. The person is now working. There's no life in him. And 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 and, and you think you are spiritual? No, you are devilish. You are on Satan's payroll. And, and Satan will write a check for you. To write a check of cancer. A check of... The, because that's how he pays you. A, a check of unemployment. A check of difficulty. A check of harassment. Because you're on the devil's payroll. And he'll give you a check. I say you're on the devil's payroll. And he will give you a check. Look, I'm a very spiritual person I'm telling you about, see, the reason why your life is not going well is because you do not stop accusing your wife. So, Satan, hey, Satan, check. Monday, uh, um, this week, how many hours did you work? Because Monday, Monday, you accuse her, so you work two hours. Tuesday, you insulted her, was one hour. Wednesday, Wednesday, you were nice, so there was no zero. Zero. There was not quite a Thursday. Thursday, what did you do to her? You screamed at her. So that's one hour. Friday, what did you do? You didn't eat the food. That is three hours. <laughs> so the demons put in your hours. Monday, two hours. Tuesday, one hour. Wednesday, you didn't go to work. So zero. Thursday, one hour. That's how many hours? Four hours. Friday, you did two hours. Six hours. And even Saturday, you went over time. <laughs> so how many hours have you? Saturday, so 10 hours. So they're gone. They go to Satan's paycheck. What is the hourly wage? One hour of working for the devil is headache. Two hours is uh, confusion. Four hours paycheck is uh, depression. Six hours paycheck is accident. Eight hours paycheck is, is sickness and chronic unemployment. Ten, ten hours financial difficulties. So they suck. I'm preaching to you. The accuser. You better quit your job. Tell your neighbor, quit your job. I'm preaching to you. Neither can you continue accusing your husband. 
I'm preaching. Neither can you continue. Hey, today he's a hey, hey, reverend. He doesn't smile. Hey, reverend, he's a lazy man. Hey, reverend, he doesn't cook. Oh, reverend, he doesn't do it. Oh, reverend, he is rude. Oh, reverend, he's always after young girls. Abba! Don't be too proud 
Don't think that you are the most spiritual person. As for you, you can see Satan afar. Even Peter, Satan entered into him. Even Peter, Satan entered into him. Let alone you. The devil can use you. I'm talking about spiritual warfare. Know your enemy. Yeah. Tell everybody I quit from this work. Yeah. Accusations. Bring weakness. Bring weakness. Bring weakness. And you lose confidence. That's why at the point you stop trying. Yeah. Because me, I know some wife who have stopped trying. No. The wife, no, not the wife. Husband. You think I was going to say wife? No, I know some husbands who have stopped trying. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's like, listen, I won't even bother again. Yeah. Because weakness has come. Amen. I said amen. amen. Yeah. I tell you. Listen. In the Bible, I'm telling you something. The Bible said, back to Revelation. It said, and I heard a loud voice saying in the heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. Why? For the accuser of our brethren is cast down. It's what? It's what? Listen to me. You don't entertain accusers. You cast them out. to you. Do not entertain accusers. If all that they have to say is negative things about you, separate yourself from them. Amen. If all that they have to say about you every time is something negative about you, then you don't need them. I say you do not need them. Cast them out. Yeah, I'm preaching to you. You are not more friendly and holier than God. Don't say that, oh, you know, we have to agree. Oh, let's tolerate everybody. God cast him out. You don't need accusers around you. Are you hearing me, church? Amen. Otherwise, you will never be strong. Listen to me. Life is already is difficult already. You need, you need encouragers, not accusers. I say you need encouragers, not accusers. I say you need encouragers, not accusers. You know, you need people who say that it will work. You are doing well. Brother, push on. You need encouragers, not accusers. If you want to do well, don't entertain accusers. I'm preaching. Cast them out. Drop them off. What you need is encouragers. That supporters. People who will say it will work. People who say that even though you didn't succeed, try again. People who say that, oh, even though it was not perfect, you can do better. You need encouragers, not accusers. You need a wife who will say that, oh, my husband, even though you didn't pay the PSAG bill, at least you paid Con Edison. Thank God, next year. Encouragers. You need a, a husband who said, oh, honey, even though you bend the rice, it doesn't matter. The soup was okay. 
Next time. Accusations. I mean, I mean, listen to me. How unfair can you be when you are comparing your, your wife's cooking to your mother's cooking? Your mother has been cooking for 55 years and you are comparing this 23-year-old cooking to your mother's cooking. How unfair can you be? me you need encourages you need people who surround yourself with people who say it will work I say surround yourself with people who say what it will work not accuses he cast them out he said he cast them out God said God, God gave us a treatment for accusers I said God gave us a treatment for accusers what was the treatment what was the treatment? I said, what's the treatment? Don't surround yourself with friends who are always criticizing you. Thank you. Putting you down. They have nothing good to say about you. Every time they want to, they want to, you see, that's why, that's why tell your neighbor again, I'm aware. Please. Nobody needs that. Satan's aim is to weaken you. Hallelujah. We drive away every satanic move. I said we drive away every satanic move. We cast out the accuser. Yeah. Hey, listen to me. Listen to me. Instead of finding faults with somebody all the time, why don't you find something good about them? For once, why don't you say something nice about them? In fact, why don't you turn to your neighbor and find something good about them and say about them? I am preaching. I'm giving you an instruction. Everybody, find your neighbor and say something good about him. something good about him. Yeah. Enough of the criticisms. I say enough of the criticisms. Enough of the accusations. Find your, at least find something good about the person and say about him. Ah. We drive away the spirit of the accuser. I say we drive away the spirit of the accuser. May no accusations thrive in your environment. Listen to me. Abeku, may God give you a wife who will encourage you, not criticize you. I prophesy. May God give you a wife that when you are preaching, she will stand up and say, Oh, my husband, Obo Martin. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I prophesy and encourage your wife to you. 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 May you have a wife who encourages you and not lambast you. And I release encouraging husbands. I said I release encouraging husbands. 
I said, I release encouraging husbands. One husband. I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, um, well, you have to try and lose weight. You have put on two weight. Hello. When you married her, she was 26. There is a weight that goes to 26. Now she's 48. It's a different season. Don't expect the same waist. As you are demanding that she loses weight and she slips, then what? You to go and reverse your bald hair. Accusation. I said, I drive out accusation. I drive out accusation. May God give you encouragers in your workplace, encouragers in the home, encouragers in your church, encouragers, wives and husbands. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know what? You know what? Why don't you hold hands with your neighbor and pray for the person? Pray that the person God will the person will become an encourager. Pray for your neighbor. Kilama Sokoto. Join hands and pray for one another that they will be encouragers, oh God. Pray for the person of God. For encouragers. Oh, pray for the The person, pray that the person will be encouraged. The person will be encouraged to do more. The person will have encouragers, oh God. The person will be encouraged, oh God. We drive, we drive away every accusation. We drive away the devil. We drive away the devil. The things that have crippled you, the things that have accused you, we drive it up in the name of Jesus. Kalima Sokoto, Rakata Enderi Ababa, Ekendeli Abenshenderi Ababa, Ilelelelelehe, Ikandari Ababa, Ekendeli Ababa, Ikasekatendari Ababa, Elelelelele, Nekendeli Ababa. Satan, we expose every satanic move. We cripple anything that has crippled you in your life. Anything that has made you weak. I drive it out in the name of Jesus. Hold somebody's hands and pray for the person that you will be strong. You will be encouraged. You will overcome. Drive away criticisms. Drive away criticisms. Drive away criticisms. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. We drive away the spirit of accusation. The spirit of criticisms. Grant us encouraging friends. Encouraging family. Encouraging church. Encouraging husbands and wives. Father, by the Bible says, one shall put away a thousand. Two shall put away ten thousand. May our friendship and our union cause us to put away ten thousand. May our union be stronger. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Why don't you turn to five people and hug them and say something good about them? Sing the song. I won't harm you. I need you. Yes. I need you to survive. I need you. I said, say something good about five people. Five people. Say something good about them. I need Stand with me. Stand with me. Hug somebody. Say, I need you. I need you. I need you.
about you. I won't talk about you. I won't criticize you. I will encourage you. You can count on me. I'll be there for you. I will be there for you. I will support you. I will advise you. I will not harm you with words from my mouth. I need you. You need me. Say, I need you to survive. Sing it for me. Yeah. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to Satan ran out. Amen. I said, I saw Satan run out because suddenly he has been exposed. Amen. Suddenly he has been exposed. Can you feel the strength? Yes. Can you feel the strength? Yes. Can you feel the strength? Yes. Because the devil has been cast out. Amen. Your marriage will do better. Amen. You from now will support one another. Amen. You will build a stronger home. You will build a stronger life. Amen. Your friendship will be stronger. Amen. You, the two of you will do better. Amen. Yeah. 
just his strength has come. If you are spiritual, it's like it's like Satan just ran out because he's been cast out. Your confidence is coming back. Amen. I say your confidence is coming back. Amen. Your confidence is coming back. Amen. Your faith is coming back. Amen. Your faith is coming back. Amen. I see you building. Amen. I see you building. Amen. I see you building. Hallelujah. I love it. 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 Your strength is coming back. I say your strength is coming back. Some of you ladies, your beauty is coming back. I say your beauty is coming back. Your beauty is coming back. I love it. I love it so much. That's what I told you. Knowing your enemy and what? Knowing your enemy and what? Knowing your enemy and what? Suddenly Satan is uncomfortable. He's out. He's been defeated. Oh, I love it. With every eye closed and every head bowed, let's pray. This afternoon you are here, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. The Bible says, what shall it profit the man? That you might have life. And have life more abundantly. This afternoon, receive abundant life. So if you are not born again, you are not saved, with every eye closed and every head bowed, you want to give your life to Jesus, there is room at the cross for you. There is always an opportunity. Life without God is a losing game. When I say born again, it means, please, no movement. Everybody, eye closed. Decide today that you want to go to heaven when you die. You don't want to go to hell. Decide to be a child of God. You, may come, you came on your own or somebody invited you. Please, with every eye closed and every head bowed. Please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. People need to be born again. Salvation has come. Salvation has come. Salvation has come. You are not saved. This is the day of salvation. You are not saved. This is the day of salvation. Please, I'm waiting. I want to make sure everybody is saved. Millions have come. This is your afternoon. Father, we thank you for this service. Thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you blessed this afternoon? Please take your seat. And let's collect our first and best. Receive the dew of heaven. May your Lord plant your feet on a rock to say. I prophesy divine escape to you. I prophesy divine escape to you. I prophesy divine escape to you. Yay. And I release strength. We 
receive the spirit of might. Amen. The ability to do. Amen. What has been a difficulty, now you will do it. Amen. Because strength has come. Amen. Strength has come. Amen. Strength has come. Amen. I feel it. Yeah. May the heavens overturn every evil prediction over your life. Amen. I say, may the heavens overturn every evil prediction over your life. Amen. I say it again. May the heavens overturn every evil prescription against your life. Amen. Thank you. Receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. That's what it is. The heavens do rule. The heavens do rule. The heavens do rule. The heavens do rule. Yeah. There is somebody here. You will not be deceived again. Somebody has been deceiving you, but you will not be deceived again. Because from today, light has come. You will see the person as he is. You will not be deceived anymore. Oh, I love it. All right, let's share the grace. Thank you, Mr. Neighbor. Neighbor. I don't want to work for the devil. Say, I don't want to be on Satan's payroll. Say, this tongue of mine, I will not use it to harm you. I'd rather pray for you. Ask the person, will you also pray for me? Tell the person, I need you. You need me. Tell the person, I am happy for your prosperity. And don't be jealous of my prosperity. Tell the person again, don't be jealous of my prosperity. Say, when I get my new house, don't be jealous. When I get my beautiful wife, don't be jealous. When I get my handsome husband, don't be jealous. Tell the person, when all my bills are paid and there's extra cash in my account, don't be jealous. And tell the person, Tell a person, look, do not entertain accusers. I'm serious about that. And finally, tell the person, I don't need you to point my force to me. Say, I am aware. Share the grace. And the 10,000 souls be with us now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.